Today on the newscast, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn is here to talk about his brand new bestseller, The Return of the Gods. That's next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast in New York City. We're going to get right into it with our good friend, the one and only Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. Jonathan, great to have you back with us. Hey. This is your seventh book. They're all mm -hmm. bestsellers. Our viewers know The Harbinger, The Harbinger 2, The Paradigm, The Oracle, The Book of Mysteries. We can go on, <laughs> but you cut pretty good, right? I've done it. Better than I could do. This is our good. first time yes. round. We've been talking about it. We've done every time a book yes. has come out That's that right. you've written. We've done a show together. This is no exception. We're in New York City. We just filmed an episode mm -hmm. of TBN Praise, which I believe airs on September 22nd. Okay. Uh, but the book comes out on September 6th, yes. and the yes. book is called... The Return of the Gods. Now, real quick, people might yeah. say, the gods, what are you, polytheists? No, we know there's one God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of the Bible. Who are the gods that you are referring to in your brand new blockbuster? Yeah, the Bible speaks a lot about the gods. There's only one God, but it says, you know, God versus the gods. So who are yeah. the gods? Well, amazing thing, and, you, and you'll see it in the book of Deuteronomy, see it in the Psalms, see it in the New Testament that the Bible says there's a mystery that behind these, these deities or these you know, fictional things and you know, imagination in many ways, but behind these things that people were worshiping, they were, were spirits. The, the word in Hebrew is shadim, the shadim entities. The word in Greek used is daimonia. We get the word demonic from it. And so it's saying that when they were worshiping these things, they don't, didn't realize there's actually spirits that are, that are linked to that, that are using that, that are, that are receiving this worship. I mean, why would people want to lift up their children on altars and kill them? Why? That's demonic. You know? yeah. And so, so the thing is that the mystery of the gods is that, is, or the return of the gods, is that these, these gods or these entities that were all there in ancient times, yeah. I mean, all over, you know. Demonic Demonic, entities. yeah, yeah. Be, I mean, every culture was worshiping them in some way. Uh, these things, these gods, what if they return today? The, and, the, and, the, and the kind of missing link is that it was the gospel, it was Messiah, it was God who cleansed, who exorcised these demonic things, these gods from Western civilization. And, and every civilization it went to, that's when these things stopped. It was an exorcism is what yeah. it was, but of a culture, of a civilization. But, the, but there's a warning that we spoke about that Jesus gives in a parable that we think about it's just talking about a guy, but it's actually talking about something much bigger. He said basically that if someone is is exercised, of a, who's possessed, is exercised, return, opens the door for the demonic spirits to come back, it's going to be worse than before. And the warning is for the culture is that if America, if the West ever turns back, the, the civilization that was exercised, you know, you know, Eric, I don't know if you've gone, I'm sure you've gone all over the world, but you've gone to missions, you see in yeah. other places, you'll see demonic things that you don't often associate with America, because yeah. many places were never fully exercised. Right. But, the, but the, the warning is, if we ever turn back away from God, yeah. These spirits are going to return. These gods from ancient times, the same ones that were cast out are coming back. Yeah. The ancient spirits, and they're coming back to repossess the house yeah. and repossess America. And if you want to see the mystery of what's been happening for the last half century, in which people say, what's going on? It's getting worse and worse. What's, it's crazy. It's because 
the gods have returned. The spirits have returned as America turned from God. It opened the door, they're back, and they are, they are seeking to, re, to paganize, turn a Christian nation into a pagan nation, and they've been successful. And that is what we are watching right now. Yeah. That's what the return of gods uncovers, but it's not just in general. They are specific gods, specific spirits, and they're affecting us specifically. They're behind what happens in the Supreme Court. They're behind what happens in our culture. Yeah. I mean, to exact dates. I mean, that's how exact this is. And you break it down in the book, Jonathan. And yeah. just so people understand, uh, when we're talking about the gods, these are demonic spirits, yep. entities. In ancient times, in biblical times, sadly, people in pagan cultures, they'd worship a wooden idol that they made with their own hands. They'd worship a golden calf. But there are spiritual dimensions, yes. I mean, principalities yes. behind those physical idols. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we were back, I mean, this is kind of, people don't realize this, that not only were gods everywhere, but if you go back, it doesn't matter where you are, you go to the Eskimo, you go to, go to, the, go to the, uh, the islands with the Polynesians, go yeah. anywhere around the world, and you'll, you'll see the recorded, basically, possession. You know, possession, because they were given to the gods, the gods were spirits, they were, this yeah. was possessed cultures. In it fact, was prevalent. Yeah, it was it, all it, it, consuming. It was, it was all over. I mean, the only yeah. place we can say that as a culture was not was Israel because it knew God, you know. But, and then, so Israel is a model, but when Israel turned back yes. away from God, then it became worse. That, yeah. Then they were offering up their children. Then they were, they were having sexual immorality. And we see for yeah. every one of these things, there was a principality that actually, and even, even things from their mythology yeah. actually are, have been manifesting in America. Yeah, I, I, and I want to talk about that more in a second, Jonathan, but real quick, when people are saying the gods, well, who are these gods, these spirits you're talking about? I think for our yeah. uh, Bible yeah. knowledgeable audience, the yeah. names will be very familiar. You call them yeah. the dark trinity in the book. Who are the main gods that yeah. you're talking the, about? Yeah, the, the, the first was the chief of them, which is called the possessor, or in Hebrew, Baal, means the master, Baal, the master, Baal. the owner. The, he's the one who turns the culture. Then his wife comes in. She was his wife in the Canaanite uh, mythology, but she's all over. And that is the goddess called, the, she's, she was called the Enchantress. And she is, her name was in the Bible is Ashtorah. Or Ashtorah, it was Baal, then Ashtorah. And she was the god, she's also known as Ishtar, also known as Aphrodite, as Venus, as Inanna, as Astarte. She was all over. This was the goddess of sexual immorality. So first comes Baal, the turning. Then look what happens in the 1960s. We put God out. What this one comes in, and we have the sexual revolution that has, has continued to this day, destroying marriages, destroying... Well, that's this goddess, and there's so much to it, and, and she seduces a nation, and we have been seduced. Um, there's so much to it we can't go into, but, but that's, that's the sense of it. Then it leads to the third of the dark trinity, which is called the destroyer, who is Molech. It says, then they offered up their own children as sacrifices to Molech. Now, you could, we could say, how could they ever do that? But you know what? This is happening all over. This was happening all over the world. Human sacrifice and child sacrifice. You know, it was not safe to be a child in, in pagan culture. They, you know, they looked down on him. Well, well, for 2,000 years, it's, it's the gospel. Only the gospel has put this out. You know, and it was the power. That, why are we not sacrificing humans or babies? Because of the gospel. That was the only thing. But the warning is, if you turn away from God, turn away from the gospel, yeah. 
this is coming back. Moloch is coming back. And that's exactly what happened. Like clockwork. First you have Baal the turning, then you have the sexual revolution, Ishtar, then you have the offering up of children. And we have now offered up 63 million of them. And we are In doing abortion. This, we are abortion. We are doing the same thing. We just don't call it that, but it's the same spirit because when you take God out, you know, it's like you don't know what you've got till it's gone. You know, America started putting take out prayer, take out this, yeah. and and but they had no idea. This was the only thing that was holding back all these, this darkness, all the principalities. So now we're offering up our children more than they did. We, they did thousands. We have done yeah. 63 million. And it, and it actually, in the book, I showed you how it actually follows the actual way they offered up the children in child sacrifice. Yeah. But, it, that, but it goes a step further because the, the other part is that this goddess, this, this Ishtar, uh, was also the goddess who actually, she, her thing was to change men into women and women into men and to blur the distinction, have alternate yeah. sexuality, get away from the binary. She herself yeah. was, was between the two. And so she actually was, was the, actually her priests were actually transsexual or were transgendered or non-binary, men dressed up as women, women being masculine, you know, yeah. it's amazing. I mean, everything that's happening now Happen was from then. the happened then and it's coming back. You put God out, something else is coming in. Yeah. You know, you know, years ago they said, okay, let's take out, let's take prayer out of school. Okay, not a big deal, right? Big deal. Because they kept then they took the word out, then they took the Ten Commandments out of the culture. But look at what has come into school now. Look what has come into kindergartners now. That's what happens. Now they're yeah. now children are endangered. Now this the the, the the all these things happen because of that. And so yeah. we are witnessing everything coming back. And it's, it's you know I'm saying it's a mystery, but in some ways it's not a mystery. Look how much this all is exactly yeah. what would be. It can be discouraging to think about as we see all the madness unfolding around us right now, especially here in the United States, yeah. which the enemy certainly wants to take down first and foremost. But there are many things to be encouraged yeah. about right now. You outline them in the book, and could you break down for us, Jonathan, some of the positive signs that you see? Maybe not positive signs that we're seeing. Let me rephrase that. Some of the things we can do yeah. to help turn things around. We've said that there's kind of a reverse revival going on right now <laughs> yes. in the wrong direction. Yes. How can we turn things yeah. back around? If I say what is the most, the most blatant altar we have, and that is, that is abortion. The, yeah. the actual killing of children, that's the altar of Moloch. You know, the day that I finished the book was June 24th. That's the day when I finished it. That day, Roe versus Wade was overturned on the wow. day. That's a broken altar. Now we know abortion is, is far from being finished, but that's a broken altar. And in the Bible, the sign of revival was the breaking of the altar. You know, when Josiah was having revival, he was breaking this altar, that altar, that yeah, God, when true. God exposes the gods, there's revival, you know, when the people turn. So, so that, that thing that God, that God even did that, I mean, that God that allowed Roe versus Wade to be overturned, that's a broken altar. That is a sign of hope for revival. Starting with God's, revival has to start with God's people, number one, you know. And the thing is, I've shared, and one of the reasons I was led, you asked me why, you know, like, why now? I was led that this is a crucial moment, you know, for, for America and for Christians, for individuals. We are, there's not one person who's not being affected by this in the culture, one way or the other, whether you're trying to stand against it, whether you're seeing your children affected by that, it's happening all over. So the thing is, everyone's dealing with it. So you have the cultural, but you also have your own life as well, dealing with it. 
And one of the things is that God is giving us encouragement that I am stronger than the gods, number one. Yeah. You know, who is like you, Michamocha Adonai Be'elim, who is like you among the gods? There is no one. You are stronger. God, the power of God was this power that drove all these things out to begin with. The power, and, and, and so, you know, the enemy wants us on the defense. God wants us on the, on the offense. I mean, not the defense. He wants us on the offense. And so we, we have to stand. And the first thing I have to say for everyone, you know, in there, the first thing is that without repentance, there's no revival. And revival begins with God's people. That means we all have to, if my people will turn from their ways, their sinful ways. And so the first thing is to identify, is there another God in your life? You know, number one, are you serving another idol? Number, what's it, what, I don't have another God. Anything that you live for is your God. Anything that's your first concern that you're always dwelling on, that's your God. Anything that is motivating you more than anything else, it could be self, it could be money, it could be success, it could be sexuality, it could be pleasure, whatever. That is a God, you have to, put, you have to break that altar in your life. What, the altar is whatever system is in your life that, is, that you're doing this, whatever, a habit, a thing, a, a, what you're indulging in, break it, throw it out, get it out of your life. Repent, because revival for a nation or in your own life only comes with repentance. God is saying, I am so much stronger. The only way to deal with the spirits in the world is not to hide from them, not to be timid, not to be intimidated, but to live by the spirit of God, which is more powerful than the spirits of the gods. And that, that, that is the ultimate thing. The word of God is so powerful, that's why the enemy wants to get rid of it. The word of God drove the gods out. But the thing is, it starts with, you have to start living the word of God. Don't just put, okay, I know the word, but I'm doing it. Anything that's not aligned with the word of God, get, get that out of your life. And whatever is, should be in your life, rule it in. This is the time to say, yes, God, yes, 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 God. And God will anoint you. God will empower you. It's time to be bold. You know, I, I, we, we asked before that when, we, when believers pray that they could live in biblical times, the biblical times were the times of the gods and the time of God standing in the midst and Elijah standing on Mount Carmel and Moses standing against the Pharaoh and Apostle Paul standing before Caesar. They were standing as lights in the world. To me, this is the most exciting time if we will rise to it. For too long, believers have just been one thing after the other. I'm just, I, you can't say that. You can't, I'm, I'm intimidated. We have to stay on the sideline. We're going to be in trouble. That's not why God put us in the world. He, not to survive. He put us in the world to be a light to the world. More and than conquerors. More than conquerors. And greater is he in you than he is in the world. You've got to be confident. You know, God is greater. He is stronger. He is great. And so the fact that you have a challenge, don't run from it. That's why we're here. You know, embrace it. That God will honor the one who stands and, and who takes ground and say, I'm not going to live my life on the defense in, my, in, in, in America or in my own life. You know, I, because, sin, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take a stand. Do what you have to do. Get that thing out. You know, Gideon, he was a great hero of the Bible. Oh, yeah. But what do you have to do? The first thing you had to do was break the altar of, of Baal. Then he could be used of God. You know, and, and they said, I didn't plan on saying this, but they said, okay, his name shall be, you know, they said, well, they, well, they said, we, we got to judge him. And his father says, listen, if Baal is so, so powerful, let Baal judge him, let Baal. Yeah. And so they called, they gave him a new name. They called him, let Baal fight against him. You know, and, but that, that's, a, that's like a, a thing saying, hey, I'm not afraid of this. I'm not going to live yeah. my life in a fear. God didn't put me on here to, to live that way. There is victory for everyone who will rise to it. God's word is good, but we have to rise to it. You know, yeah. this is a fight. Don't run from it. Embrace it. It's a good fight. You know, we war not against people. We war against, we war against principalities. There is, there is victory we, for everyone who will rise in God. That's right. 
Jonathan, you just gave us our marching orders for this spiritual battle that we are locked in. Look, it's a struggle for the soul of America, really for, for America. the globe. And so what do we do? We stand. You, you are a follower of, I'm talking to everybody, if you're a follower of Jesus, Yeshua, right. who had the power to simply cast these things out. You are stronger than the darkness of the world. That, that's, that's the, doesn't matter how, how, doesn't matter if it's the minority, doesn't matter. You know, it took 12 people to change the world, you know, you know, with the power of God. So we have that power and we have to use it. And not only in our lives, then let us use it around us. Spread the word, spread the, you know, don't be intimidated. You, you are, you are not to be, you cannot be canceled if you stand. You know, God, you know, God cannot be, the enemy's trying to cancel God for 2,000 years. He cannot do it. But you have, you'll, it only, the problem is when believers cancel themselves and live in fear. You know, live, live outright. I, think, I believe God has given us a real encouragement by having that. We never, people didn't expect it was going to happen like this. Roe versus Wade, that's a broken altar. Let's go with it for revival. Let's pray for revival as never before. Start with revival. You know, don't just pray for revival. Actually live in revival. And then pray for revival, and God will honor your prayers. Jonathan, great stuff. Beautifully said, my friend. Thank, thank you for the encouragement. And thank you for your brand new book, The Return of the Gods. Everyone can pick it up, Amazon.com, wherever books are sold. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's <laughs> yes. going to be good for yeah. such don't, a time yeah. as this. Yeah, not, don't get it just only for yourself. Get it for people in your life who yeah. need it. It, as makes, well, sense. As well. it yeah. makes sense of a lot of things, or I should say most yeah. things that are unfolding right now. And uh, good things lie ahead. Jonathan, thanks so much. Thank we appreciate you. it, my oh, friend. God bless. Thanks so much for joining us here in the newscast. Until next time, for Jonathan Kahn, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace. Amen. Amen.